Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. This is Dump on the Unbostensibly a Baseball Podcast. Tonight is Thursday, January the 13th, 2022. Coming at you from Champaign, Illinois. My name is Joel. With me tonight, as per usual, is Sam. Sam, how's it going? Hi, Joe. I'm doing well. I'm coming at you as usual from Brooklyn, New York. My hot take tonight is that The Athletic has won, okay? Back in 2017, the New York Times wrote an absolute hatchet job on The Athletic, which is called Why The Athletic Wants to Pillage Newspapers. Um, and And the whole thing was about how The Athletic was going around to all of these local markets, including New York, and hiring all of the best sports writers. The quote from the co-founder of The Athletic in this article was like, we will wait every local paper out and let them continuously bleed until we are the last one standing. We will suck them dry of their best talent at every moment. We will make business extremely difficult for them. This is a a co-founder of The Athletic said this. That's a quote? Yeah. And the New York Times, so the, the whole article is about how the, the idea of The Athletic is that they were going to go around and hire all the best sports writers from every local market because newspapers undervalue their sports writers and treat them like garbage. Um, and it, it's like a part of the newspaper where there is no chance of a raise. Like if you get a raise, you no longer on sports. Um, and so the New York Times, so these guys were vocal about coming after newspapers. And the New York Times wrote this article that was very unflattering of them. Well, the New York Times this past week just bought The Athletic for over half a billion dollars. So, yeah, so The Athletic won, I would say. That's my hot take. That's a good hot take. I mean, if you follow this podcast, basically the one reference that we ever cite is The Athletic. And right. that's pretty much the only source that I am willing to pay for to get my sports news. And it's not the athletic that's killing local journalism. It's the internet at large. I'm not going to blame the athletic for the death of the Champaign, Illinois, Champaign Urbana News Gazette's local sports coverage. Yeah, I agree with Joel on this. I, I kind of disagree with this as a hot take because ultimately, like, the New York Times bought, I mean, when you buy out something like, yeah, they get money, but your company no longer exists. Now the New York Times owns it. I mean, like when Facebook bought Instagram, did Instagram win? I don't know. But, I mean, that's not a good relate. I mean, I guess I get, what, I get what you're saying, but like. This guy won. The guy who co-founded the Athletic. I yeah, yeah, he definitely did not lose, what? that's for sure. But like the Athletic, the Athletic no longer exists. So on a certain level, like, did it the New York Times kind of win? Like, the New York yeah, Times well, is like, I mean, you are the, fucking with our shit, we're going to buy you. This, right, exactly. The stated mission of The Athletic when they opened was that they were going to hit the newspapers where it hurt. Their, their bet was that there was a lot of people who subscribed to, probably not the New York Times, but a lot of people subscribed to newspapers specifically for the sports page. And they were going to take all of the best sports writers from the sports page and pay them good money to do their jobs. Yeah. And then 
And I wonder, I wonder how many like writers from the New York Times were taken by the athletic and are now back at the New York Times. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely zero. They were taking from other, they took from Sports Illustrated. Ooh, who else did they take from? They took from ESPN. They took from SB Nation. Boston Globe. Boston uh, Globe. Yeah, they were taking from newspaper, like local papers, like Chicago Tribune. They started in Chicago. I think Chicago was their first one. They didn't get anybody from Seattle. Oh, yeah, nobody cares about Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> here's, here's my question for you, Sam. Is is this the end of the the high-quality athletic, athletic? Because when the New York Times bought Nate Silver, right? Because remember, Nate Silver started off doing baseball. And then he got into uh, 538.com predicting the presidential elections and then the new york times bought him and basically ruined his whole spiel and then he got bought by espn and now he's owned by espn so this is the step for espn to buy the athletic now all he he gets to write is listicles about marvel movies exactly (laughs) (laughs) um no, I read an article about this when when it happened, and it was it was pretty interesting. It's about the New York Times and whatever. It's like not just the New York Times; it's like a media conglomerate, the New York Times. And it was talking about how the New York Times was in kind of rough shape, not rough shape, but they were, uh, you know, of newspapers they were doing pretty good, but no newspapers were doing pretty good. And then like Donald Trump the New York Times just fucking exploded in between like 2015 and 2020 because they were like Donald Trump's, Donald Trump hates the fucking New York Times and talks mad shit about them all the time. Or maybe he doesn't, maybe they're in bed together to like, but essentially like- Maggie Haberman, yeah, I gotcha. But every, every like blue check liberal is like, gets a subscription to the New York Times and then it just like exactly. just puts her directly into the recycling bin. Well, I don't know. I, I get the New York Times the online the app and their app is really good. Um, well yeah, but so I'm saying they, they, they get the, they get the paper delivered so it's like on their front doorstep. So right, right. Oh they get the New York Times. <laughs> so they can like take their Instagram so coffee in the paper in the morning. Oh I've got to do the Sunday crossword. Oh <laughs> Sunday crossword morning. Oh, oh, oh. Right. Um, but anyway, the whole article was about how subscriptions to the New York Times, the subscriptions have really fallen off since Donald, Donald Trump. Trump. Wow, yeah. Right. But they had all this money and they've been using that money to like really diversify their their conglomerate. So they like put a ton of money into their like food and recipes app which is super popular also um they're they've like branched into games and then this purchase of the athletic was to like have another um sports app right exactly just another another branch but essentially it's going to be the greater um like in the media conglomerate of the new york times it's going to be the sports page which is what the athletic was saying they were going to do anyway. Was sure. just, they are, they, isn't the sports page? Isn't the sports page in the New York Times like on the back of the business section? 
Yeah, yeah you, the sports page is uh, pretty small in the New York Times. In the Sunday paper, there's a pretty big sports section, but I don't think it's in the regular day-to-day. So Thomas, I think Sam can uh, vouch for me on this one. When we were at college, our college would give us free, uh, ish, you know, free copies of the New York Times. You could just pick one up. And I would pick up a copy of the New York Times and go to the smoking section of our cafeteria. And you could find me there from like 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. every day. All his classes. <laughs> every day? Every day, chain smoking and doing the New York Times crossword puzzle and drinking cafeteria coffee. When did you go to class? I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't remember. You don't go to college to go to classes, Thomas. Like, let's be honest. Uh, yeah, I guess that's. Whenever I think about how I should have gone to college, it's not because I want to go to class. It's just because I want to like look at girls and live in a dorm. <laughs> right. Just like take so many drugs and like feel fine. Yeah, I'm like, like I, we drive through the UW and I was like, man, I should have gone to college. And my Katie's like, what? what? And I was like, yeah, man, it'd be great. I would have been great in college. And I, I never really say much more to it, but really I just wanted to hang out with like girls. You know what I mean? Like I'm not thinking about going to class or like getting a degree. Like who the fuck cares about that? Like you can still go to college now, Thomas. It's like, like oh, oh no, I couldn't do it now. Nobody would want to party with a 42 year old dork. You know? <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey katie i'm gonna go live in the dorm for the next year right like that movie hey guys what's up is is this party on fleek hey, hey fam You're like, what is this professor doing at our party <laughs> why is that weird janitor in here yeah, we we have to make that sitcom now. We have to do Thomas goes to college. You when you were when we were freshmen, wasn't there like a forty-two-year-old freshman in your dorm, Joel? Or he uh, wasn't. Uh, no. Your buddy, what's his name with the motorcycle? No, no, my buddy, what's his name with the motorcycle was twenty-one when he was a freshman. Yeah, he was three years older than me. He just seemed like he was 42, 18 year old yeah, Sam. Exactly. <laughs> 21, man, he is old. No. Yeah. Yeah. He was I totally had old. a 40, I had a guy in his 40s in my freshman, some freshman class. Yeah, yeah. I know who you're talking about. And he, lived, he lived yeah. in town. He was a townie. He was, he was like a student, but he was a townie. But yeah, right. he was in his 40s. He was a cool guy. I forget his name. Not that cool. Yeah, he was cool. Who's cool, Thomas? There's hope for you, man. Says the guy that sat in the cafeteria doing the New York Times crossword puzzle. <laughs> I thought that, see, the key was I was chain smoking because you were allowed, we had a smoking section in the cafeteria. I mean, that's kind of the takeaway from that whole story. Yeah. Like, what year did you go to college? 1982? <laughs> 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 All right, moving on. Uh, hey, welcome back, Thomas. Welcome hey, to eight. Here I am, skipping my introduction. Um, I'm back with my hot take for this week is dreams are stupid. <laughs> yeah, I really want to know where you go. Oh, it's good to have you back, Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is in the literal sense. 
I, uh, well, it just tied it. So I've been doing dry January, which, which is dumb, but whatever. That's fine. Um, but I've been having dreams like fucking nonstop, oh, yeah. just like through every goddamn night. And like a lot of them are about work. The first, like in the first couple of days, I had a dream about how I had a hangover. And that was like the best one I've had because I woke up from that and I was like, oh, I'm not actually hung over. This is fucking cool. But the rest of them are just stupid. And it's like, I got other, like, I have enough to think about during the day when I go to sleep. Like, I want to go to sleep. I don't want to, like, like Mitch Hedberg said, I don't want to build a go kart with my neighbor. You know, like, I don't want to do, I don't want to, like, I had a dream last night. I was like, at the, I was like at some place that I was like working and there was like these kids and they were like, looked like weird it was like they were they were like you know uh the saturday night live sketch where they were like the weird kids with the like prince valiant haircuts and they're like oh we uh what are you doing (laughs) they were like are you gonna do and it was just like awful i just kept having all these stress dreams so it's like i'm like you know it's like when you have a good dream you wake up and you're like fuck that was just a dream and like when you have a bad dream you're like this sucks and then like there's like stress dreams and work dreams and it's like and then like real like your day-to-day like awake dreams those are just gonna die in a ball of flames so all in all dreams are stupid and i'm over it okay so here's my hot take to that hot take i hypothesize that adult dreams are boring and I wish I had more child dreams, even though I would trade off my boring adult dreams for my occasionally bone chilling, wake up screaming child nightmares, mm. right? Because all my adult dreams are like, oh, I gotta get that paperwork filed. I forgot to get that paperwork filed. And then I wake up and I'm like, what paperwork? But my child dreams were like, the Morlocks are going to eat my brain. I remember I had a dream about a six-foot rat walking into my sister's room. and It scared the shit out of me so bad. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. Uh, here's the, and here's the, my the final point. is like the only caveat could be like a wet dream, you know, like where you're like, oh, like that's right. cool. Yeah. But most of the time as an adult, those aren't really wet dreams. So you're like, you're never, there's never like a culmination of it. You know, it's just like, you're like getting there and you're like, oh, this is going to be good here in a second. And this is going to be good here in a second. Oh, soon this is going to be good. And then you wake up and you're like, well, that was stupid. Wait, maybe you need Viagra. (laughs) Uh, I think, I think I just needed, never mind. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know that. Do your parents still listen to this podcast? Yes, they do. Yeah, I'll just stop here. (laughs) You do dry January every year, or this is just a one-off? No, I've done it in the past, but I always did dry February because it's shorter. Shorter, yeah. I do sober September every year. I was going to say, you guys should coordinate your sober month. I, I realize now I just did it one year because there was a like a somebody who was like felt like they were having trouble drinking and I was like well why don't we just do this month sober was that someone you no <laughs> no but I ended up doing it and then this person didn't but <laughs> they do have a problem I don't know them but I'm gonna say they have a problem um here's the thing though is that at a certain point you're going to eat a fucking candy bar 
and it's going to blow your mind because like your body becomes so used to having all the sugar and then like you don't have it for a while because you're not drinking mm -hmm. and then you like have a soda or like a ice cream cone or something chocolate ice cream yeah right and it will melt your brain it's amazing it's so good it's so delicious yeah, yeah. i'll probably right. just have a stupid dream about it right yeah. <laughs> no 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 you try to lick the ice cream and it like you keep it's getting away something. yeah <laughs> wake up and i'm gonna go downstairs and there's not gonna be any ice cream in the fucking freezer <laughs> life is a goddamn cruel joke <laughs> thomas life is a goddamn cruel joke yes yeah, there's your kind of attitude we need on this podcast yeah. hey right. ladies and gentlemen my name is joel i'm coming at you from champaign illinois uh my hot take is all right I'm going to talk about sports and, and I'm sorry, Sam, that the last time I'm going to mention college football. Well, no, that's a lie. I'm done <laughs> hating on the South. Okay. I'm done hating on the South. I've spent like five years of my life hating on the South. They win. They won the civil war. They won the college football war. Congratulations to Georgia on their championship. I give up. We're not trying. I don't care about fighting. They win college football. They can have it. I ask you a question. What were the four teams in the in the in the CFP or whatever? The four teams were Alabama, Georgia, Cincinnati, and Michigan. Oh, and the northern and Cincinnati and Michigan got their asses kicked. In handed finals. Yeah. Okay. I have a I have a counter hot take to that. Okay. Right. It's like there is. There's like a Pac-10 championship, right? And there's like a SEC championship. And then there's like a whatever. Like all of the divisions have their own championships. And then there's a fucking second SEC championship, which we call the national championship. Right. It's like, give me a fucking break with this bullshit. Like, why is there a playoff? Why is there like the past? You sent me a list of the past five years of of national championship games with their like Nielsen ratings or whatever. They go down and, every year. Yeah. Like in the past five years, that's 10 teams. Michigan's been five times, four times. I'm uh, sorry. No, no. Alabama, Alabama has been in there every year, but one of them. And then there's only one team in there. That's not an sec team. And that's Ohio state. Mm -hmm. I don't know if Clemson's not SEC. Clemson is not SEC, but Clemson is South Carolina. They're the South. So yeah, it's the South, but it's not the SEC. It's not the SEC. I thought, I thought Clemson was the SEC. That's the same opinion. with Oklahoma. Oklahoma is the Big Twelve. They're not. They're not the SEC. They're joining the SEC in two years, but as of now, they're not the SEC. Yeah, it's stupid. The college football champion. College football is stupid. But like the college football national championship is fucking stupid because it's just okay. the SEC championship. And my thing about that, let me move on this because there are lots of times when the two best teams in Major League Baseball are both in the AL. You don't have them play each other in, in the World Series. One right. of them wins and then they win the World Series against the, well, the best team in the NL is. I don't know why college football doesn't make that a thing like every other sports league does. It's weird. See, I mean, to me, like, 
the, the college football is just like an extension of the civil war like the south was so yeah. bent out of shape about the civil war they're like well we're gonna kick your ass in football yeah. all the time and we're, we're gonna not play our football players yeah we're gonna get black <laughs> players and not play pay them we're gonna make it illegal for them to get sponsorships fuck those guys but they're gonna bring us championships yes that's that's 100 true there's lots of literature written about that <laughs> and like football too it's football too so it's not like you know like women's soccer or swimming it's not like they're not like they're not like champions in all athletics it's only in the ones that cause brain damage you know it's like yeah yeah free labor <laughs> what was the guy that the oregon guy that was talking about going to oregon instead of going to alabama because of the nike connection well i don't know i mean i assume you taught well now you get we can make an entire podcast about oregon football because oh my god <laughs> yeah <laughs> Sam's eyes just rolled backwards into his neck, like all the way around his head to the back of his neck. Bo Nix, his name is Bo Nix. What was he saying though? His point was that like because of the Nike connection at. Well, well, the the point is that now that college football players can make some money off of NIL name, image, and likeness licenses that Oregon might have an edge, might have an edge because they're team Nike. So Nike can now, if they choose to, directly pay players to come to Oregon. Was he directly paid? No, I don't know, not that I know of. Is he he's, gonna go to the he's pros? A he's a transfer out of Auburn. Is he gonna make the pros? Yeah, he'll make the pros, he's good. Huh. And what's his name? Bo Nix. B O N I X. Bo. Sounds like a Nick. guy that should play in the South. Fucking excellent name. He's a white guy. He's got, that's like a capital N on the N I L for that guy. You yeah, know yeah. I mean? Bo, Bo Nix. Yeah. What yeah. does Bo know? Bo knows. Bo knows Nix. Yeah. <laughs> Oregon opens their season next year at Georgia. So get ready to complain about Oregon losing by 28 to Georgia next September. How this season started, too. <laughs> Remember? You're like, oh, Oregon's going to be really bad this year. You were texting me. Yeah. And then, they... and then like, three games later, you're like, they're the second best team in the country right now. <laughs> Where did they finish? They couldn't even beat Utah, man. Like, they got to by Utah two times. I like how much Sam knows about Pac-12 college football. It's impressive, yeah. Because I text him constantly about Pac-12 college football. Well, he's reading them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, go Ducks. All right. Uh, <laughs> Um, ladies and gentlemen, hey, thanks to everybody who's been listening to our episodes. Um, oh, I just opened the wrong tab. Shit, I don't want to look at my work email. That's terrible. <gasps> oh, God. That's because you're not going to be going to work for a while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thanks to everybody who's been listening to our podcast. Indianapolis, Indiana, Watertown, Massachusetts. Brookfield, Wisconsin, San Antonio, Texas, Austin, Texas, Orlando, Miami. I'm trying to find up Uniontown, Pennsylvania. 
Yeah, Uniontown. Yeah. Morton, Illinois. Champaign, Illinois. There, What'd you say? You should move there. To Uniontown, Pennsylvania? Yeah. Okay. Why? Because he's a union man. Oh, I'm- right, 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 right. Mo like union in the Civil War sort of sense, but like union in the- <laughs> I mean both, both, right? Yeah, I mean, I suppose you're not on the side of the Confederates, probably. Right, Union Town, Pennsylvania, sure. Uh, Mosjoen, Norway, M-O-S-J-O-E-N. New York City, Portland, Oregon, Egg Harbor Township, New Jersey. Like, uh, that's that's some great Gatsby shit right there. Uh, Quincy, Massachusetts, Brooklyn, New York, Santa Cruz, California. Thank you for listening. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, be sure to give us a rating, a review, and a subscription. Do you guys have any shout outs before we talk baseball? No. Okay. Shout out to to Ronnie Spector. Oh, shout out to Ronnie Spector. Rest in peace, Ronnie Spector. At least she outlived Phil Spector. I was wondering, oh, all right, this is a different podcast, but did he do producing for them? He didn't. Yeah, did yeah, he, did. he was a producer. Yeah. And apparently terribly abusive, and then he killed somebody and got away with it. Right, right. but he also, like, had a thing, it's like, he pulled guns on people all the time. Yeah, he was a crazy and then, and then, like, people were like, oh, Phil Spector. And then he just, like, he, like, would pull guns on his girlfriends and they'd press charges against him and he always would beat them with his lawyers and then he just shot some woman. It was yeah. like, oh, in the least surprising twist of all time, Phil yeah. Spector shot a woman. Like, <laughs> He's been pulling guns on people for right. years. He so like, no, he was old. He'd been doing it since, like, the 60s. And then he, like, shot a woman in the 90s. Yeah, he, he probably was on a plane with Jeffrey Epstein at some point. Oh, yeah. Now that's a hot take. Yeah. Not, <laughs> it's not that hot. Not if, not if you read the, read the Wikipedia entry under Phil Spector. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> oh. The rest in peace, Ronnie. <laughs> rest in peace, Ronnie. At least you outlive. At least you won't be anywhere near Phil, right? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Different, different. I, different I, direction. I, I didn't know who he was, and then I think I read his obituary, and I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> yeah, he put together a real fucking resume. <laughs> Rest in peace, Ronnie Spector. All right, here we go. Baseball, uh, Major League Baseball, and the Players Association met today, Thursday, for the first time in forty-three days to restart negotiations on a new collective bargaining agreement. In the first talks between the two parties since the league locked out the players at the beginning of December, and the first opportunity for the owners to address the core economic issues that they had previously refused to negotiate over. It did not go well with the owners proposing raising the players' minimum salary, but they did not address the competitive balance tax revenue sharing, or free agency. So our question is, is Arizona in March nice enough for me to go to and not see spring training? No. No. Do you like golf? No, I hate golf. Golf is like my least favorite thing. Do you hope to go to an NCAA March Madness tournament? 
game. Yeah, okay. I think the real question is, is like, how shitty is champagne in March? And Oh, so shitty. Because if it's bad, then maybe it's worth it to go to Arizona anyway. See, that's but, why Seattle, Seattle is bad in March, too. That, I went to spring training once, and it was like, oh, this is when people and why people come to Arizona. Like, every time I've been to Arizona before that, I was like, you were two weeks by wagon train from California, and you stopped here. <laughs> you fucking idiots. You can fry an egg on the goddamn sidewalk. But Peoria in March is pretty nice compared to, like, shitty, rainy Seattle or frozen-ass champagne. Yeah. But – you have to have something to do that outside that you would enjoy. Like if I don't play golf, so I'm going to say that, well, I mean, this is, this, this question actually is kind of personal for me because I had talked to a friend's of mine and we were going to rent a house and go to Peoria again this spring. We were talking about this like last season and because we're disorganized and sort of lazy and forgetful, nobody ever did anything about it, but I'm really thankful now. No, Thomas, seriously, my dad, my Christmas gift was spring training tickets at Camelback Ranch. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was my big Christmas gift for my folks. You're not, you're not going to be seeing any baseball, dude. No. Like, start working on your short game because. Yeah. Oh, shit. This really is working for you. Yeah. Oh. No, it's fine. At least you got COVID out of the way. There we go. <laughs> uh yeah i don't know what the hell you're gonna do there yeah go in walks you could like go demand a recount of the presidential election yeah see if you can see if you can find that weird prison in maricopa county where everybody has to wear a pink right. just find out find out where hugo chavez is hanging <laughs> you could drive down to patagonia and see my mom those are all good ideas what about there's got to be a ufo thing in that part of Arizona. that's new mexico Oh fuck! Okay, you don't want to go to New Mexico. No, <laughs> not even in March. <laughs> not even no. New Mexico is a dark, dark place. <laughs> okay, but the collective bargaining agreement. Give me your hot takes. Oh, uh, it's bad. It's bad. I have been reading a lot of stuff on the Athletic. That's basically like no one's going to do anything until the last possible minute. And there's gonna be like absolutely nothing happening in the talks until everything happens all at once. I guess uh, I don't really understand what the, what's like the, I mean, they, they just don't wanna give anybody, the other guy any money. And they right. don't have any shame about saying that publicly. Right. Well, the thing is, is that the major league baseball teams are basically, tax shelters for billionaires and they claim that they're not making a ton of money despite the fact that like they are making so much fucking money on these things quite obviously and um and so <clears throat> revenues are at all-time highs and payrolls are going down and so major league players the players association are like well, this is, and Major League, the Players Association in the past two collective bargaining agreements have made really intense concessions 
to the league um, for various reasons. Um, and, at, and now in this one, they're like, okay, it's time for us to get what we're, what we want. And the league's like, no, we're not even going to negotiate that stuff. Well, I mean, okay. So why is revenue at an all time high at this point? Is it because of, is it because of uh, broadcasting rights? TV. Yeah. Yeah. TV and, uh, and also like ballpark stuff. Well, we don't know the exact numbers because they're kept private, but we know that the majority of revenue comes from TV rights. Which so was- here's my thought. The Players Union needs to get together with SAG, the Screen and Actors Guild, <clears throat> and they need to start working on it for like, because when you are appear on television, you get a lot of money and you every time you appear on television, every time they show a rebroadcast or something, you get like you, the unions in the Screen Actors Guild and the, the actors unions are super powerful in Hollywood. Uh-huh. So maybe they need to talk to one of those guys about some stuff and be like, hey, we're on TV. We could do real world San Diego projects. Yeah. Or like, I mean, like what you talk to your like the Yes Network and you go, hey, listen, if you want to broadcast my likeness you're gonna have to pay me uh-huh uh-huh like i mean or i'm gonna wear this bag over my head <laughs> <laughs> i like what you're saying i think that's a great idea yeah i mean most of the revenue is coming from these tv broadcasts which made the entire 2020 season a shit show because the owners were refusing to go back to work because they're saying we're not going to get ticket revenue, which is but they they claim that the ballpark revenue is about forty five percent of their revenue, which they're lying. It's probably thirty percent of their revenue. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, hot dogs are expensive. Yeah. Right. Um, and it so the Atlanta Braves though this year um, so. Major League Baseball player payroll dropped 5% or something, which is as low as it's been since 2015 in the year 2021. And um, the Atlanta Braves are owned by a publicly traded company. They're the only that's owned by a publicly traded company, which means all of their books are available to see. And they made record, like they declared record revenues. And, um, you know, people own baseball teams so that they can operate them at at a loss in theory, even though they are not at a loss or not, you know, they they claim they're not making money even though they are. Um, Yeah, the Mariners aren't planning on spending any money on their payroll this year. Right, because there's no incentive to. And that's that's the argument that I'm having with people on the internet is they're like the Pittsburgh Pirates have a team payroll at this moment of $28 million. That's less than one Max Scherzer, right? And it's not because they don't believe they can compete. It's because they don't have any incentive to pay players what they are worth. Max Scherzer has, if, if Scherzer's making 30 million a year, Sam, is that what we said? I think more than that, but yeah. Okay, if he's making 30 million, that's more than the payroll 
of Baltimore or Cleveland or Pittsburgh at the moment. So but that's also like those guys probably did salary dumps and like don't have any long term contracts on January 13th. Sure. But Baltimore yeah. has been on like a 15 year salary dump. Like Baltimore, well, I guess what, and Pittsburgh too. Well, I bring up the Mariners, but because they're supposed to be at the beginning of their competitive relevance period, and they're still not spending any money on anybody. I mean, they got Robbie Ray. Mariners have money to spend, though, don't they? Exactly. Yeah, that's the, that's yeah. what a lot of people. That's the point. About. Everybody has money to spend. No one's going to do it unless, and that's what this collective bargaining disagreement has to be about. Is you got to pay your players. You got to pay your employees. But there's, I mean, the contract, I mean, ultimately it's the, the what's the, the, you know, like the, the I forgot, I don't know what it's called, but you know, like a, a player signs a, a team deal and they're under that obligation for like six seasons, isn't it? Like you mean a contract? Like your rookie contract lasts for six, six, six full seasons. seasons. Yeah. Like Which is also a negotiation this year, right? Yeah. And right now they can call, they can keep you in the minor leagues for like a month, and then call you up to play the entire season, and that doesn't count as a year. Right. And like also, but also they don't pay minor league players any money at all. And they're not even negotiating that. I don't know if they could. That would be fascinating. I mean, that's really what like I, if if I were the players, I would be looking for better pay at lower levels. Mm -hmm. and the average player salary has decreased by 6.4 percent since 2017 that seems crazy that they could get away with that the top of the market salaries have consistently increased but the middle class has diminished significantly and then the bottom like, has like, like not even, game it's america's game it really fucking is god it's <laughs> not even adjusting for inflation payrolls were higher in 2004 than they are now at least at the top with the yankees and the red sox right the yankees and the red sox both played had uh payrolls above 200 million dollars in 04 the nets the dodgers and the yankees do now and it's 18 years later, 17 years later. God, that's fucking crazy. God, yeah. America's so fucked. You know, I hope that the world, like, doesn't burn to the ground before America falls from the top. I really I really hope we don't take everything with us. I think that America's far from the top right now, and it's just, like, only in this country. Are Plummeting. Oh, yeah, we're the best. <laughs> uh, only in parts of this country. Yeah. In the, yeah. America is maybe the richest country in the world, maybe, or among the richest countries in the world, but like fucking, we have two guys that, like we have five guys that have all of our money. <laughs> right, yeah. Yep. Like life expectancy. I mean, so many fucking people in this country. <laughs> like all of our money is in the bank accounts of five dudes. Yep. Well, and, and two of their wives, ex-wives. Right. Thank God, good for them. Uh, Major League Baseball remains dead set against lowering free agency from six years to five years. Part of the concern stems from the history of the big stars jumping from smaller markets to big markets when they hit free agency 
and belief this would hurt competitive balance. That's John Heyman talking a load of bullshit right there. Right. But there is no competitive balance. That's the thing. And the owners don't care. Like they they say it, but they're they're fucking lying. Yeah, they don't care. I mean, there's been six different winners of the World Series in the last six years. Yeah, competitive balance is good right now. We shouldn't be concerned about competitive balance. Mm. Except that the Pittsburgh Pirates have no incentive to spend money. Right. And just because there's been six different winners, it's like, you know, the Dodgers and the Astros have been in most of those World Series, you know. Right. Yeah. Just because they've only won one apiece. It's like, well, the problem the problem is is that every once in a while there's these little teams that could and they win World Series on a small budget and everybody's like, see, see, you don't need to spend a lot of money on players to win a World Series. It's all about chemistry. Hmm. And, and then, okay, but who's the last team to actually do that? It's been a while. Kansas City, 2015. Uh, well, I guess the Nats probably didn't have that small of a payroll, but they were not a they were yeah. not a juggernaut that year. Is Juan Soto still on his rookie deal? He must be. He must be. Yeah. Dude's like 18 years old right now. <laughs> no, he's really 35. Right. <laughs> oh man, that's fucked up. <laughs> I know. I don't know. I, I don't think we're going to... I think the owners are willing to burn it all to the ground. And I fully do. Yeah. I am not optimistic on that we're going to have a major league baseball season. Wait, wasn't my hot take one of my last hot takes that like this was the last baseball we were going to see? Probably. Ever. That's, that's your shtick, yeah. Yeah, because like the season's going to get canceled and then society's going to collapse. <laughs> Yeah, no, you're not wrong. I mean, I could be not wrong. It's not not for sure. (laughs) I can't say I'm not wrong yet, because I could still be wrong, but I don't think I'm going to be wrong. Right. Yeah, no, I'm coming to When's when's the next presidential election? It's in 2024, right? So like, yeah. oh, November, though. So it would be at the end of the 2024. So we'd have to camp. Well, well, the Cubs winning the World Series started this whole bullshit because then Trump got elected the next month. It's the yeah. Cubs' fault, is what I'm saying. Oh, that's what I was. I've been saying that forever. The Cubs winning the World Series was like ruined everything. Right? Yeah, that that triggered the end times with the, the Cubs end times begin. Yeah, the Thanks end times. Bill Murray. Oh, don't blame Bill Murray. Why not? He's seems like such a good guy <laughs> he's the only good things about cubs he's the only good thing about cubs fan dub is bill murray singing take me out to the ball game at wrigley field uh will ferrell did a pretty good harry carey impression did he do it it's, yeah he's a la guy though he's not actually a cubs fan is he if, if you were a hot dog would you eat yourself <laughs> i know i would <laughs> That's good shit. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good call. I'll have yeah. to ask Will Ferrell. I'll, I'll break into his house and ask him if he's actually a Cubs fan. I'd be curious about that. No, he's a Dodgers fan, isn't he? You, he's well, you should do he's an L.A. guy. I know he's a big USC Trojans fan. Loves the USC Trojans. 
So when you break into his house, you should subscribe him to our podcast. I will. He'll do that. Dan just put in his Bluetooth ear headphone and walked out of the screen. Yeah, you know, and we get it wrap up. So I don't I just know what the fuck he's doing. He's still here. Yeah, um, I know he's that's what I'm saying. He's still here, but he's like, I'm gonna go somewhere else and still be make a drink. Oh, that sounds awesome. Yeah, because yeah. not all of us are on dry January next thing. So stupid. <laughs> well, you're almost halfway there, so. I know. I'm not smoking pot either, so it's just like the most boring month of all time. Yeah, that's... Blowing right. all your money on MDMA right now? <laughs> Cocaine, but... <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> no, I, I think I might actually be losing some weight, and I'm definitely saving money. Right. There you go. But life's stupid. Yep. But you believed that when you were not sober also. Yeah, I was more weepy about it too. So yeah, now I'm just more more convinced. And you remember your dreams. Stupid fucking dreams. <laughs> A lot of work dreams. That's the worst, man. You dream about being at work all night, and then you wake up and have to go to work. I've had that dream before. I've had some. We should not do dream. Well, we should do a dream podcast because I've had some really interesting dreams. Um, like very detailed about like, oh, I should actually be doing that at work. There's a yeah. I've actually had dreams of me making a dish and then me waking up and being like, that's a really good idea. Yeah, and then it ends up on the menu. So wow. Well, you don't forget. Do you write it down after you do it? Because yeah, sometimes flaming loaves of Sigmund. Just like flaming loaves. That's from Seinfeld. Usually it, yeah. Usually it like comes back to me. Oh, wow. I'll be like, oh, I had a dream about this. (laughs) I would hate to go to work with you that day when you're like making the new dish and telling everyone that this is what you had a dream about. There's a built to spill song where he says, No one wants to hear what you dream about. Right. Dream, actually, I actually don't. That. I don't actually I don't tell people that when I I just came up with this on my own because I'm a genius. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, technically you did. Yeah. Subconscious is is a separate entity. Right. Or it's the, it's the alien that uh, that yeah. you came yeah. down. Well, you know, it's like a creative thing and it's that your subconscious plays into creativity, I feel like, so. Sure, but Uh, is it being beamed into you by, like, our alien overlords to make this delicious, like, creme brulee or whatever the fuck? Right, just to fatten up America? Yeah. (laughs) Make us more succulent? I just just imagined the Simpsons aliens. (laughs) (laughs) Don't play me. I voted for... Kang and Godos. <laughs> I don't remember that part. Oh my god, that's the greatest uh, Halloween episode of all time where they eat Bill Clinton and Bob... No! Homer accidentally kills Bill Clinton and Bob Dole. What are you going to do? Vote third party? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> that's pretty funny yeah we need, uh, we need a third party we need a parliamentary system that's what i've been arguing for i think we need a parliament so that i can vote for like some obscure like socialist unionist uh uh dog lovers party and we get five percent of the vote each time and we get one representative in congress and that representative is a corgi or something like that and they can't do anything that's what it's like being from vermont <laughs> that is what it's like being from vermont <laughs> <laughs> <They> vote corgi <laughs> vermont state senator yeah Wait, wait, wasn't it the Vermont lady that was really fucking things up? No, it was the New Hampshire lady, Susan Collins or whatever. Here's some, yeah, that's Maine. She's, she's owns LL Bean, that lady. Really? I didn't know that. She yep. owns LL Bean? Yep. Huh. I think so. That would explain a lot. I call it LL Bean. LL Bean, yeah, exactly. Huh. Just like Jacrew. No, Vermont. You're now making me second guess myself, Joe. I'm gonna look that up. Anyway, no one facts checks us on this podcast, anyway. No, no, and we. Like my favorite part about this podcast so far is earlier before the podcast when Joel was like, "We should play this, not play that, because I don't want to get sued by anybody." And I was like, "Who the <laughs> hell is gonna sue you for playing anything?" Someday, Thomas. I'm telling you, right? 22 is our year. This is our year. Oh God. <laughs> well not if there's no baseball season no this is definitely going to be our year if there's no baseball season because all the baseball fans will be listening to this podcast because yeah. all the other podcasts will be canceled every other podcast will be baseball canceled. Podcast, yeah, yeah exactly. no one's talking about baseball and we still aren't right or maybe just the new york times will buy us out for half a billion dollars no, we're talking about dreams and, and corgis. Episodes of The Simpsons. Uh oh, we're corgi gonna... representatives. <laughs> oh man! All right, I'm calling it. Uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, this has been dumped on the ump, ostensibly a baseball podcast, but we're not gonna have any baseball ever again. Ever. Again, what the hell are we gonna do? Oh my fucking god! What are you gonna do in Arizona? I'm not gonna go to Arizona. I'm gonna try to get a refund of my goddamn ticket. What you should do is you should just hold on to the refund until the season after, and then I'll go with you. That's a good idea. Yeah, that's a really good idea. The thing is, is that uh, in 2020, I I bought myself spring training tickets to Florida to uh, Fort Myers, Florida, and that started the entire pandemic. Maybe you're a baseball jinx. That's what I'm starting to think, is that I'm a baseball jinx. Yeah, especially regarding spring training. Hey, quick question. Do we ever uh, talk about what a genius I am for correctly predicting a World Series winner and the AL MVP? I can't remember if we ever talked about that. Because he quit the podcast right after the World Series. Yeah, you got to go out on top. That's it. <laughs> like mic drop. Like George Costanza. Yeah, I think we I spent like three weeks top. talking shit about your picks after you left, actually. Fuck you, Shohei Otani. 
He's in GQ magazine. Right. Looking I, really handsome too, I might add. Yeah. He looks like an anime. Like he looks like straight out of Dragon Ball Z. That guy. His arms. He's like shoulders are six times as wide as his waist is, and like. He didn't look like a real person, that guy. I really like, Joel, how you keep talking about how MLB is just pissing away its opportunity to be the most popular sport on Earth. That's what I'm saying. You're right. I 100% agree with you. <laughs> like, Shohei Otani might be the most popular human being on the planet. Like, he could be. He's got a winning smile. He's got great arms. He looks good in the cardigan, and he can hit a ball fucking 600 feet. Japan, Indonesia, China, Cuba, Guatemala, most popular athlete. Mike Trout does not have that global reach. No, and I, uh, I really like that looking good in a cardigan is part of that criteria. <laughs> hey, man, people still love Kurt Cobain, okay? That's all I, I, uh, I feel like this new Japanese guy is going to be a big deal. Suzuki. I, feel like, I feel like the Mariners should go after him. They are. They are? Okay, good. Yeah, but they will probably won't offer him enough money. Right. I want, I want the Red Sox to sign in, but I really feel like, you know, if you guys are going for a rebuild, then that's your guy, I think. Or not a rebuild, but a, not, not a rebuild, but a push into relevancy, you know? Yeah. Well, I feel like that's the guy you got to sign. Well, we'll see if there's even a season. Right. right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this has been Dump on the Ump, ostensibly a baseball podcast, but we talk about everything. Uh, thanks so much for listening. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, give us a rating, a review, and a subscription. Follow us on Twitter at Dump on the Ump, Facebook at Dump on the Ump. Uh, what else? Instagram. Uh, we got a SoundCloud and a Spotify account. Uh, for Sam and for Thomas, my name is Joel. Ladies and gentlemen, have a great evening and a pleasant tomorrow. Thank <laughs> you.